to see them. But uh, y'all just pray for us. Everything goes good. I uh, I don't know why that uh, God is keeping me on this subject. Uh, what is going on in this world right now? Well, I do know that I had a lot of phone calls, a lot of people talking to me about it, to how to cope with these days that we're going through. And um, tonight I want to talk to you about finding God's way in these dark days that we're living in. And I'd like to read Proverbs chapter 3, and beginning in verse 1. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For a length of days, long life, and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find them, find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel, and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the firstfruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. My son, despise not to chasten the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as the father of the son in whom he delighteth. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I pray tonight that you'll let the Holy Spirit speak through, through me tonight, Lord, through thy word, and encourage our hearts. Bless everyone who's come in a very special way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I believe that every Christian wants to know and do God's will for their life. But the question is, how can we know God's will for us? I know this, God wants us to know His will for us simply because He loves us. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 says, it is the key to walking confidently and successfully in trying times. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Now notice, we are told not to lean on our own understanding. But uh, I thought about this. Uh, after all, we are the crown of God's creation, man is. We are fashioned a little lower than angel. On the other hand, in this world it would seem every human being is an accident looking for a place to happen this day and time. We've invented great things. We fly. Uh, we can travel fast. And we can uh, do all these things that man has invented. In this world, though, it would seem every human being is looking for an accident to happen, though, right, instead of using the knowledge that we have. Now, we corrupt everything, it seems like, that God gives us. We can break the sound barrier. Yet we don't know where we're going. Uh, the divorce rate used to be one in eight uh, just a few years ago, and now 
uh, it's one, it's half just about it, it gets divorced, it gets married. And what I want to show you tonight is God has a plan and a promise for every Christian. God has a promise for us. Isaiah 58 verse 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought. I thank God we have a Lord who works full time. He guides us continually. I read Elijah, and he was went to uh, before God and before the children of Israel, and they was worshiping idols. And he said, "Call on your God and see what He will do. Maybe He's asleep and He don't hear you. Aren't you glad you got a God that don't sleep? Aren't you got a God that don't rest?" He's always ready. Psalms 32 verse 8 said, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Uh, my daddy taught me years ago when I was just a teenage boy. And I'd go out at night and so on and daddy would always say to me, I can't watch you all the time, boy, but there is an all-seeing eye watching you. And what he was talking about is God keeps his eye on me. And I always knew that. Uh, Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, We are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus under good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Now notice, especially the last part of this verse. Before God laid the foundation of this world, He has a plan for my life and your life. And He was laying out our pathway of life before we were born. Now I like this. God is interested in individuals, each one of us. God cares about little details. The hairs of our head are numbered. And uh, if you look at Psalms 37, verse 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. God orders our steps, then takes delight in how we take them. God has a plan for everyone. God has a purpose for everyone. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 and 29 plainly tells us, For everything works to our good. Now, for every person there is an individual plan in. And God wants us to know what that plan is. The duty, privilege, joy of life is to find, follow, and finish the will of God for our life so that we can stand (coughs) before our Maker and hear Him say, Matthew 25, verse 23. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. If I have one thing that I would like to say said about me when I die, it is I want to be faithful to the Lord. Amen? And I have done my best to be faithful to the Lord. Now, according to God's Word, the clear and simple key, if we acknowledge God, in our ways and trust Him, He will direct our paths and we will know His will for our life. Now we have a plan and a purpose. I had a young man just uh, last week call me and he told me quite lengthy about, I I need to know, preacher, can you tell me uh, what I should do? No, I can't. I'm not going to tell you what God wants for your life because I don't know what God wants for your life. What you need to do is get in the Bible and find out for yourself what God has for you 
And God has a plan for your life. Now, I can give you guidelines to find that will. But I can't tell you. Because I don't know what God wants you. But I can give you guidelines in the Bible to get to that place that you can find it. And that's what I want to do tonight. Now, number one, we have to trust the Lord. We Remember now, He has a plan and a purpose for you. Number two, we must have a trusting confidence. Proverbs 3, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. That's number one. You want to know what God wants you to do? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thine own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. That's a complete trusting confidence. And it is, notice, it is trust in the Lord. Not in purpose or plan, but in a person. If you have trouble trusting in the Lord with all thine heart, not in a purpose or plan or person, now if you have trouble doing that, as the Bible says, with all thine heart, it may be you don't love the Lord with all your heart. Simply because I learned something a long time ago. You know who you put your trust in? Somebody you love. If you love somebody, you put your trust in them. You have your confidence in them. And I say, and I believe with all my soul, the only reason that you won't trust the Lord and put your confidence in the Lord, you don't love Him enough. You don't love Him like you ought to. Now, how did this process begin? The way to know God... You must spend time with Him every day. How did you get to know the one that you love now? You spend time with her. You spend time with Him. And you've got to know them first. This thing, love at first sight, is a bunch of baloney. It takes time to cultivate love. And it takes time to meet somebody to know them. And so you, you need to find out all about them. And when you do, you fall in love with them. You spend time with them. It's the same way you've got to know the Lord to fall in love with Him. Number three, leaning in the wrong direction. Notice Proverbs 3, verse 5, last part. And lean not under thine own understanding. Does that mean not to have any understanding in the first place? No. It is not an excuse for a satisfied ignorant sin. Proverbs 2, go back with me now to Proverbs 2 and look at verse 2. So that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom, and apply thy heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and lifted up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasure, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find a knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth, cometh knowledge and understanding. But notice, if you want to have knowledge, you want to have understanding, you've got to seek after it. And the Bible says you've got to go in the right direction. Uh, chapter 3, verse 7 says, Be not wise in thine own eye. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Proverbs 14, verse 12 has said, Proverbs 16, verse 25, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. Now, you can consult whoever you want to. You can go you, the president of the bank, uh, the best psychiatrist, the best Ph.D. are your own intelligence, but leaning anywhere but on the Lord's shoulder is leaning in the wrong direction. Then number four, there's a total commitment. Proverbs 3, verse 6 tells us about total commitment. 
in all thy ways acknowledge Him in everything. Notice, in all thy ways. That's a total commitment of our ways to God's ways. How do you acknowledge Him? You do so as Lord, as sovereign God, the rightful ruler of life. I want God to rule my life. Uh, and I will forget what Dr. Curtis Hudson said in a sermon that I took to heart, and I, I, I cherish it. He said, you got to understand that God would want, want for you what you would want for you if you had enough sense to want what God wants for you. And boy, that's a good one to live by if you think about it. And that's what it's talking about here. A, to- a total commitment is, in all thy ways, acknowledge Him. In other words, anything that you're trying to decide to do in this life, ask God about it first. Acknowledge Him. That's genuine love. I want you to watch this. Not a burden, but a pleasure. When we know and love God, His will is not to be feared. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. It is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of His good pleasure. You see, when you know and love God, then God chooses for us what we would choose for ourselves if we knew what God knows. You got to remember something. God don't know. God don't only know the past and the present, but God knows the future. And therefore, I can lean on Him. I can trust Him, and He'll guide me. First John chapter four verse eighteen. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Now, the sixth thing is a thrilling consequence. Out of a trust and confidence and a total commitment comes a thrilling consequence. God will direct our path, which means God will lead us into His will. Now, how does He do it? First of all, through His Word. Remember, the Word of God is a lamp into our feet. God will never lead us contrary against His Word. This is something I encourage every person that I talk to about when it comes to the Word of God. If you're going through a decision time in your life, remember something. The Word of God will never go against God's will. If God tells you something in His Word, brother, you can go by it. It's not against God's will. He'll direct you by His Word. Some man comes to the preacher and says, Pray for me. I found a beautiful young woman. I want God's will whether I should leave my wife or not, and get a divorce. No use to pray about that. You know why? God's always t- already told us not to do that. Amen? God's will is already revealed to us in His Word. Notice, if you want to know God's way, you best know God's Word, first of all. Secondly, God speaks to the heart. A Christian needs to remember prayer is a two-way street. Now listen, when you pray... You talk to God. But if you listen, God will talk to you. The Holy Spirit speaks to our heart. I was talking to a man just this week, and and uh, he said he's alone a great deal. That's a bad thing to do, people. You need friends. You need people around you. You need somebody you can depend on, somebody you can have confidence in that will tell you the right answers at God's word. And so you don't need to be alone all the time. Because if you do, the devil will attack your mind. 
And this man come to me and he said, Preacher, I'm having a real trouble with my mind. He said, I'm th- having these bad thoughts and things. He said, I don't even know where they come from. I don't know how they happen. Now, you listen to me just a minute. I believe if you study God's Word, God will speak to your heart. And you know what I told him to do? When you get along, quote the Bible. Quote verses that you've memorized. They gotta be big verses of just anything that God has that you have memorized from the Word of God, quote it to yourself. Fellowship in the Word of God. God will speak to your heart. That's why we need a quiet time with the Lord. That we may listen when He speaks by the Holy Spirit to our heart. I know one thing, the Bible plainly teaches. That know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and He indwells you? He lives in you. Amen? If I want to know something, then listen to Him speak to me from my heart. Thirdly, God's way through wisdom. James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Did you ever say to yourself, I don't know? I don't know what to do. I just, uh, I'm having a hard time in this thing. I, I just can't know. Yes, you can. Because God said He will give you wisdom. And He'll give it to you liberally. That means if you ask, God will give you what He wants you to do. What would Christ do in this circumstance? Think about it. And go with that. Number four, God's way through providence. Revelation 3, verse 7 and 8. So that is is holy, he that is true, he that is the key of David, he that openeth no man shutteth, and shutteth no man open, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. You know, I live my life, and, and God has blessed it. If I want something, or I'm trying to make a decision, I'm going to go through every door of opportunity that I can that's open to me. But I pray, Lord, if you don't want me to do this or you don't want me to have this, shut the door. And I'm not going to kick it in. If the door is shut, don't go there. Amen? Just stay away from it. And I do believe this. If you're trying to make a decision in your life and, and you pray and ask God to sh- open a door or shut that door, He will open that door or He will shut that door. And, and you've got to go by that. There are times when we would make terrible mistakes in our life by our own judgment and God intervenes and shuts those doors. And we call that providence, but it's not. It's the leading of God. Third, fifthly, Clearer than the path. Proverbs 3, verse 6. When the Bible says, And he shall direct thy path. Now you go study the Hebrew word there, used literally means to cut a path or clear the way. If you'll only trust God and acknowledge him in all your ways, then God will set an angel uh, as a bulldozer, if you would, ahead of you and clear the rubbish and leveling the mountains and filling the valleys of your pathway smooth. The gates of hell cannot prevail against the will of God and the Christian submitted to it. If you submit your life to the will of God, brother, the devil can't stop it. God's opened the way if you'll submit your will to God's will. Now remember this, please. God's will is not a road map. It's a relationship. 
This is my roadmap. Amen? But God's will is a relationship. The more I get to, the more I get to know the Lord, the more I love the Lord, the more He shows me and guides me in my life. The more I love Him, the more He guides me and leads me. And I can know that I'm right when I make decisions if I don't go against the direct will of God. Don't go against this book. Amen? And that's the will of God. Learn to trust the Lord. And we can make it through dark days. And by the way, we all have dark days. Amen? We might might be different. And if we are, we're all different people. But we all have dark days, but we can make it, and we can go through it. Amen? Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, I thank You so much for the way and I can look back in my life, and I have put my full trust in You. And Lord, You have guided me all these years with Your hand. And I know it. And I look back on it, and some mistakes I've made, and I look back on those mistakes, and I know how I made them. I went against your direct will and because I knew what to do and I didn't do it. And Father, you laid it on my heart. And Lord, I know where the good times come. And that's when you would show me and press on my heart to do right. And I did it and you blessed me. And Father, I know we can know your will. Help us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much for being here tonight.